Hi everyone, welcome back. If this is your first time you're listening to the podcast, I am pumped that you're here. Take a seat, hang out, get comfortable, do your thing. My name is Karin and I'm a writer and the founder of EC Anu, which is a mindfulness brand. And you can check out my Instagram page. It is linked in the description below. I share all of my poetry on there and on my website you'll also find some digital tools and merch that may help you on your personal development journey. So check it all out, immerse yourself, I'm so happy that you're here and welcome. So anyways, just if you are new here um, or if you haven't listened in a minute or if even if you're a loyal follower of mine, which I'm very grateful for, this show is all about mindfulness and the honest complexities of just being a human in this world. So on this show, I get personal, I get deep, I get sad sometimes, I get inspired other times, I am like off the moon, so happy other days. It's the full spectrum of just being a human being, going through the lows and the highs, and over time just becoming a better version of myself. And I created this podcast because I wanted to share my own thoughts and share my own world and further dive into the topics that I write poetry about on my Instagram page. So that's a little summary. Um... Let's get into the today's episode, though. <laughs> so I'm really excited about this show for today. Um, truthfully, I have been in a weird funk for the past few weeks. And if you haven't already, I have an episode all about how to get out of a funk. <laughs> it might be helpful if you're feeling the same. Um, but it was weird because this time I wasn't sad or anxious or stressed I was just more so mentally and physically exhausted to the point where I didn't want to do anything or just see anyone. Like, the weird part was that I was actually feeling very inspired during this funk. Like, I was feeling really creative and I was feeling very passionate about my work and what the future holds when it comes to my career, um, which I'll talk all about later in the episode, but... During this period, I literally just wanted to stay at home, cook healthy meals, go on long walks, do Pilates, and just be with and by myself, (laughs) which makes me sound like a loner, but honestly, it was the best thing I could have done for myself, and I am a very extroverted person, but I am also a Sagittarius, and I like my independence, and I like my alone time. Um, I also... I feel like when I'm with people, I am always so on that I need time to just kind of turn myself off, if that makes sense. So anyways, that was my weird funk. Um, But today's episode is all about building self-trust and believing things will work out. And the reason why I told you guys about my funk is like that period led me to realize this about myself which is why I feel ready to talk about this topic. Um, And building self-trust and believing things will work out is something that I feel like has always been rooted in my being. I feel like when I was a kid, I was always super naive to the point where like, I knew things were always gonna work out, even if 
the probability of it was very slim. Like I always just had this belief that things will go my way. And I've had that mindset through all the different stages of my life, but I feel like when things get really tough, it's hard to consistently remind yourself of that. So I wouldn't say that I've mastered it because I continuously want to grow and evolve and become better. But, you know, I feel like I've learned so much over the past few years and I feel like I really just shifted the perception I have of myself and how I view the outcomes in my life. So I'm gonna go in depth about self-trust, how to build it, and then how to enable yourself to believe that things will work out in your favor. Disclaimer, it will. Okay, so self-trust. You're probably asking, what is it? Self-trust is simply believing in yourself and building a better relationship with yourself. I want to hang on that, though, for a minute. When you think about building a better relationship with yourself, what does that mean? It simply means being kinder to yourself. Someone who speaks with love and not hate. Someone who honors every dimension and doesn't despise the various parts of you. And when you think about trust, would you trust an external person who constantly spoke down to you? No. So if you are someone who's feeling like you do not have self-trust, Take note of how you've been speaking to yourself. If you're not coming from a place of kindness and love, chances are your self-trust is off. So here are some tips if you do need help developing that self-trust. The first one, keep the promises you make for yourself. And this one goes hand in hand with self-confidence. Ed Milet always says this, but I think you know, start small, make little promises, things that you know you can do. For example, promise yourself that the first thing you do when you get out of bed in the morning is make your bed. It is so simple and so minor, but if you do it consistently for let's say two weeks, on that 14th day, you're gonna feel so much love for yourself because you followed through with what you said you would do. And when you start small, you are over time building your self-trust like percent by percent, and then it'll come to the point where you can keep bigger promises to yourself, like starting that business or signing up for the marathon or taking the trip that you said you wanted to take. But by starting small, you're essentially building the foundations that will help you for the bigger goals and dreams you have for yourself. The second tip is feel all of your feelings and be there with it. Anytime a negative or toxic emotion comes up, the first inclination is to avoid or suppress them. I do that too sometimes. Like if I feel a negative emotion, I'm first like, oh, why is it here? Why am I feeling this? What triggered it? But I don't want to feel it. But when we do this, we're not giving ourselves the space and the time needed to process our feelings and then ultimately move on. And this can undermine our self-trust because essentially we aren't listening to ourselves. We're not honoring who we are 
nor are we trying to build a better relationship with ourselves. We are in turn ignoring what we're feeling. So instead, give yourself the space and time to feel your feelings. Take a weekend off like I did. It was the best thing I could have done for myself. Just me, myself, and I. (laughs) Journal, meditate, go on a long walk, whatever it is, give yourself the time to figure out what you're feeling. And that's what I did last week. I gave my, I was in a rut. I didn't understand it at the time, but I gave myself to feel what I was feeling. And I realized I just needed to be alone for a, a bit. That was it. That was all the feelings I was having. There was nothing else major. I just needed to be alone. And I needed to give myself to be creative again because I haven't been feeling that lately. And that's all I needed. The third tip is become friends with your inner critic. We all hear that voice from time to time, the one that tells us we're not good enough or that we can't do it or that we're not worthy or etc. etc. And we either take everything it says to heart or we distract ourselves, push down those words and try to avoid it. But it keeps coming up day by day, right? So part of building self-trust is understanding that as nasty and mean as our inner critic can be, there is a positive intention behind those words. When you hear inside of you, you're not worthy or you can't do it, or you're not qualified enough. Those are all words that are trying to keep us safe, right? It's kind of like limiting our potential so that we don't leap into, so we don't fall in the future. It's kind of like our protective coping mechanism. So if we can recognize that those intentions are positive, then we can create a better relationship with the inner critic. So instead of questioning it or trying to avoid it, say thanks, but no thanks, and appreciate those attentions. So for example, I have a little project that I'm working on that I am not going to be talking about quite yet, but it has been something that I've dreamed about since I was a young girl. And... I finally have taken steps to bring that dream into reality. And for the first few days, I was feeling really awesome about it. I was feeling very inspired and passionate and creative. And like everything, I felt like everything was just flowing into me. And then I started working on it today. And I was getting frustrated because I wasn't, the creative juices were not flowing. And there was a moment where I, ha- I thought, I can't do this. I'm not qualified for this. Why am I even pushing myself to do something that is going to be really damn hard? Like, cutting, you can't, you're not going to succeed. And I caught myself thinking that, and I literally said to myself, eh, thanks, but no thanks, I disagree. It's going to happen. So the more positive self-talk we have, and the more our inner critic ends up being our cheerleader. So now anytime I have those thoughts, like you're not worthy enough, or you're not good enough, it's like I want to prove it wrong, you know? And it kind of pushes me and inspires me and motivates me to keep going. So you can either let it consume you and kind of put you in a corner 
or you could let it inspire and motivate you to push harder. And then the fourth tip is be mindful of your advice sources. So when you're in a rut or you're at a crossroad or you're confused about which path to take or what to do, listening to yourself can be hard. I'm sure we've all done like the pros and cons list or like sat with ourselves for a while to figure out what decision we should make. And often we resort to external forces to guide us instead of listening to ourselves. But other people's opinions can actually drown out our intuitive voice, which can lead us to be more confused than ever. So before you ask someone for guidance or for help, try to really spend time alone thinking about whatever dilemma you're dealing with. Like, quietly do it. Like, put your hand on your chest, put your other hand on your gut, and ask yourself, like, what's the right decision? What do I know in my heart to be true? And I promise you, you will, your intuition will tell you the right answer, and you need to listen to it. So take note of what you think you need and want first, and then if you feel like you still need someone else's opinion, then reach out to someone who you also trust. And I'm gonna be honest, I have come to the point where I no longer ask advice from anyone because I trust myself to figure it out. I I trust myself to do what feels right to me. No one else would know that better than I do. And I don't ask people for advice on literally like the small things and the big things. Like if I have a cute picture that I want to post on Instagram, I never send options to my friends and I'm like, hey, which one do I look the best in? It's like, no, like I have all these great pictures. I know which one I look the greatest in and and the one that I feel the most confident. Like I'm going to post that. I don't care what other people think. Like I want to do it for myself. And then when it comes to big life decisions, I don't care to hear what other people's opinions are because at the end of the day, it's my life. So when it came to finding a new job last year, I remember I had an offer on the table and I was still interviewing for something else. And the people around me were like, just take the offer. Like, you don't know if you're going to get the other one. And I knew in my heart that that offer was not for me. And so I turned it down before I had something else lined up. And thank God that I did. Because if I listened to other people, who knows where I would be today. So be mindful of who you're getting your advice from and first trust yourself. So that is all about self-trust. Now, how can we leverage it and additionally trust the universe and God? I'm going to preface it with, I used to be a very controlling person. And I'd have such high expectations for everything like anytime I would go on a trip like I had the itinerary down to a T and if anything went off that itinerary I would feel out of control um same thing goes for like daily plans same thing goes with my love life same things goes with my career and my environment like all the things I used to be a very controlling person that's just who I thought I was When it came to my health, like I needed to be the one to figure out how to heal myself. Like I just, I tried to control everything. But God, it got so tiring. 
like worrying about every little detail and then feeling frustrated that it didn't meet my hot hopes was just exhausting mentally and physically and a lot of that control came from the fact that i did not trust i trusted myself but i didn't trust the universe i wasn't trusting god i felt like i had to do everything that i had to figure everything out on my own and i had this awakening probably mostly in the past three months more than ever but like it's been ongoing but i think in the past three months two is three months i've really been adopting it and it's like i don't want to have any more control like yes i want to to put myself in the right position and in the right environments and do the things and get me to where i want to get to but i don't i don't know how it'll happen nor do i care how it'll happen but i know it will that's the type of energy that I have recently. I am putting my intentions out into the world. I am acting in accordance with the visions I have. I am doing things so that I can manifest what I want, but I'm no longer focusing or placing my energy on the little moments of like how I'll get there. Because who knows what that path looks like? I don't know what that path looks like. There is an outcome that I hope to have, right, in my mind. But at the same time, I want it to be better than my than what I have in my mind. And often that's what does happen in life. Like when you visualize something or when you are trying to manifest something, often when it comes to fruition, it's better than what we ever expected. And so I put my intentions out into the world. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I trust in myself and I trust in the universe and God that it will happen. And the way that I've been doing this is really simple, actually. I mentioned how I used to be a very controlling person and lately I have kind of detached myself from that narrative. And the way that I've been doing it is anytime something goes, quote, off plan, it doesn't affect me anymore. Like my first thought lately has been, hmm, this didn't work out the way that I initially wanted it to. I guess something better is on the way. And I really believe in that. I don't just say it, I believe in it. And I'll give you two really minor examples, like everyday examples that I'm sure you probably have experienced in some form or capacity, or maybe it is so simple that it it makes you realize like you can adopt this mindset even in the most minuscule parts of your day, not just the big things. So this happened probably like a month ago. I was coming home from work. It was a late night and I was taking the ferry back to my apartment. And I just missed the ferry by like one minute. (laughs) Like I was sprinting in heels, not like heels, but like mules, sprinting in mules, through the ferry terminal thing and i i like saw the ferry drive away and i was like sick like the next one isn't for another 30 minutes guess i'm gonna be sitting at this ferry for the next 30 minutes and obviously like my first instinct was like oh like like fuck like i just literally one minute i missed it by one minute of course that was frustrating But I ended up catching up on emails and like I scrolled through Instagram and I caught up on my texts that I had missed all day because I was so busy with work. So I like used that time to kind of clear out my digital world and catch up on my life. And I got onto the ferry and I ended up striking a conversation with this chiropractor. 
And we were talking for like 30 minutes, or not 30 minutes, that's a lie. The ferry was like nine minutes. We were talking for like nine minutes. And I haven't seen that guy again. I think he was like 45 or something, but it was such a beautiful, fun conversation, super random. Um, He gave me some insight on back stuff because I always have really bad neck pain. So he gave me some advice for that. And it was just like one of those serendipitous moments of like, if I took the ferry that I missed and I would have would not have met that guy, I would not have caught up on my digital life and my my life in general. I probably wouldn't have texted my friends at the time that I did. Um, I probably wouldn't have seen I would probably wouldn't have been inspired by all of the Instagram posts that I'd saw that I'd swiped through. I would not have met that man who gave me advice on my neck and I would not be sitting here right now talking about it, nor would I have realized how my mindset had shifted over the past few months. So that is an example of something better is on the way. Another example, this past weekend, I was supposed to go up to Montauk with one of my best friends. Last minute, our plans got changed. And in the moment, I was kind of bummed because I was looking forward to going out in Montauk. I haven't been there since last summer. And it's it's truly one of my favorite places in the world. I love it out there. But again, like I simmered in it for maybe 10 minutes. And then I was like, honestly, I'm so tired from this week. The idea of taking a three-hour train right now doesn't sound appealing. I didn't even have time to pack. So I would have been rushed all day. And it was another moment of like, hmm, this one didn't work out. I guess something better is on the way. And who knows what that better is? I might end up going there for another weekend. I might have a better trip planned. And then thinking of it today and yesterday, I got so much done in the past two days. Things that I have been pushing off, like recording a podcast episode and me sitting here talking about it, that it really was meant to unfold the way that it did. And so it's as simple as realizing that, you know, things happen as they should. They really do. And I actually wrote a post, I wrote a poem about this and I shared it last week and I want to read it on here if you haven't come across it yet. And I titled it, Everything Happens As It Should. Every moment, decision, choice, encounter, person, mistake, lesson, step forwards, step backwards, heartbreak, love, failure, breakthrough, dream are the little dots that create the sum of your entire life. Each experience leads to the next. And although in the present moment, it may seem that everything is scattered and all over the place, one day soon, you will be able to connect the dots between each part of your life. When you do, you will have the realization that a life void of even just one of those dots would not have made you the person that you are. Trust that in this life, everything happens as it should in a way that is right for you. Maintain that faith and you will experience the liberation that you are seeking liberating right i think that's just something that we need to all remind ourselves that things really do work out in the moment it might suck and and i don't know what if you're listening i don't know what you're going through or what you're dealing with or why you're here today but i hope this serves as a reminder that 
every little moment, every decision, every encounter, every missed ferry or every broken plan is leading to something better for you. And you will have that realization and you will understand it over time. You just need to be patient and you just need to trust yourself and trust that things will work out. And now that I have this mindset, I feel like I've just been on this wavelength of like just surrendering. And I know my I know when I am not surrendering, I know when I'm resisting, and I feel it not only in my mind and my heart, but I feel it in my gut, my digestion is off, my heart feels heavy, my mind is foggy, like I feel it in my body. But when I'm surrendering, I feel so light. I feel liberated. I feel free. I feel like I've kind of like unclenched my jaw and my wrist and it's like all that control is gone. And every morning when I write in my gratitude journal for the past three weeks-ish, the, the affirmation that I've been writing is I am surrendering to life and trust that everything is unfolding as it should in a way that is right for me. It's like, show me how good it gets, universe, God, myself. Like I have my intentions, I have my visions, and I have my dreams, but I no longer care about the steps to get there or when I will get there or how. All I care about is the effort that I'm putting in. I'm trusting myself to bring it into reality. I am being present, and I know that one day it'll all come together. Build your self-trust and believe that things will work out for you. You have one life and if you spend another day questioning your capabilities or stressing about when things will happen, you are just missing out on the daily joys and blissful moments when you could be really living in your truth and living in your authentic being and doing the things that make you happy. So go out there, experience, trust yourself, do what you need to do and just believe that things will work out because I guarantee you they will.